0: Hi, I'm Scott. And I'm Brandy. We are full time husband and wife part time RVers.
1: Sharing RV tips, tricks, and our adventures along the way.
0: Hello, and welcome to episode 23 of Cramming Memories.
1: Hey, 23.
0: That's right, we're getting older every week. <laughs> All right, today we wanted to chat about um, safety and security. Ooh. That means at night, I hold Brandy in my arms and I go, you're safe with me. <laughs> now that's weird.
1: That's a little weird.
0: But anyway, we're gonna jump right in. And we're back with safety and security. So here are some of the things Brandy and I kind of think through whenever we're traveling or maybe things that I've, that I've seen that I'm like, that's a good idea we don't do or don't have that maybe we should. Mm-hmm. So I think it's best to just start off whenever we're driving to our campsites, you know. Um, one of the things that I think about safety and security is roadside assistance.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Because we've seen plenty of campers on the side of the road.
0: Yeah, I've never had it in my life until I bought a camper because um i've always been close enough to where i could get a buddy they could come pick me up we could we could yeah. limp, you know limp the vehicle home if something was wrong with it but if you're out traveling and you have something attached to you and something goes really south those record bills are going to be super pricey. Yes, they can be. So, and check your roadside assistance too. I know several of the, the companies, they charge extra for RVs.
1: And they may and not tell trailers. you that. Yeah, so you're... make
0: sure. Um, we actually use CoachNet.
1: Mm-hmm. We have no
0: more vested interest in them other than we've had it for several years. We actually got a year free for just the trailer just whenever we the, bought yes. the trailer. But it it didn't cover my truck, but just the trailer. Um I haven't had to use them yet, so I can't really speak into if it's a great experience. I have read a lot of great experiences about CoachNet. The package that I have now covers not only my camper, but every car that's within my family household.
1: That's awesome.
0: And that's really nice having teenage drivers if they're somewhere and their battery's dead, they locked their key out of their car, they have a flat, I can't get to them within the next hour. We can go ahead and dispatch somebody out there. Also having that roadside assistance that covers both your camper and your tow vehicle. If my tow vehicle breaks down, I could have that towed to the closest car dealership Mm -hmm. mechanic shop, and they'll come tow your camper to a campground or wherever you need it towed so you can stay overnight. That's awesome. And most of these also cover some kind of um, trip interruption. So, So let's say that you can't find a campground, so you have to tow your trailer to the mechanic shop where your truck's getting worked on. Mm-hmm. They'll reimburse you up to a certain dollar amount for like hotel stays. Cool. So maybe that'll, if we ever have to do that, that'll actually help us out.
1: Let's not have to do that, okay? I hope
0: not to. <laughs> the other thing while traveling that I think about safety and security, and this may not be your first thing, basic hand tools and spare tires, especially for your camper.
1: Oh, yes. That definitely needs to be a part of your rig.
0: That's right. So the other thing about having basic tools in in my mind is if you're broke down on the side of the road, that's a dangerous situation to be in. For sure. So if you are broke down, they if it's good weather and it's not pouring down raining, Probably get out of your vehicle and move further off the side of the road as as you can, mm-hmm. un, you know, until help arrives. But if you're a handy gal or dude and you have basic hand tools and you can do something to get you back on the road and you don't have to call um, roadside assistance and wait an hour and a half sitting on the side of the road, I think that's safer. I agree. Fix it real quick then get it down the road to where you can get off the road and safely wait.
1: Yeah, that's a so good idea.
0: have basic hand tools, stuff to change tires with, and spare tires. I do understand the whole point of roadside assistance is is you don't have to do that, but I don't want to be waiting for hours or be in a really bad situation waiting on them mm-hmm. whenever I could try to fix it a little faster, get to a safe spot, and then stop and have them come help me do the permanent repair on it. Yep. Makes sense? Yep, that's good. All right, this is something I honestly do not have. Cones or flares?
1: That sounds like so much fun, though.
0: I know. So if you are broke down, it it would be cool, especially if it's um, dark, to put some sort of cones out. Yeah. So people can see you. So they don't just, as they're texting and driving, run off the road <laughs> and make oh, it for a really no. bad day. So no. something so people can see you if you break down. And I was thinking you don't have to take up a lot of space because a lot of the little triangle ones that you have actually fold flat.
1: Yeah, they're super small now.
0: They are. So that is, that is really cool. One other thing, safety and security whenever you're traveling. Know the fuel range of your vehicle.
1: Yes, and we have talked about this before because that can vary depending on your geographic location, um, how many people you have in your vehicle. But once you get a basic feel for your fuel mileage, you definitely need to make sure you keep an eye on that.
0: Yeah, because nothing would take your man cart away faster (laughs) than running out of gas. It's embarrassing.
1: With your wife nagging you from the passenger seat.
0: That's right. So know your fuel range. And I've actually linked to this app before. It's not a specific fuel app but it's called I exit and they also have a trucker edition of it that shows death fluid but whenever you're traveling down any um, interstate you can click on it and it sees where you are or you can just look at any interstate if you're planning and mm-hmm. you can look at each exit and it tells you what is at each exit
1: and it's awesome because it also gives you current fuel prices before you exit
0: yeah so you can look at that so as you're going and if you hadn't planned to make a fuel stop but you're noticing Man, I'm getting to a quarter of a tank, and I've noticed these exits in, in state X. They don't seem to come around quite as often. Mm-hmm. Let's break this app out, find the next exit. Is there a fuel station there? Let's just go ahead and stop. Yep, always. Let's not be that guy on the <laughs> side of the road. This one may sound a little funny in this day and age, but chargers for your cell phones.
1: I mean, it seems like everybody's got one in their pocket that you're going to have a charger.
0: Don't leave it at home. Bring something with you in your car because <laughs> that cell phone, that's your thats your CB, good buddy. Yeah. To any kind of help if you break down. So, don't let those phones go dead. They're also our GPS now.
1: The, yes, we use ours all the time, constantly while we're traveling.
0: Yeah. So, make sure those phones are charged and have something with you mm-hmm. that you can charge your phone back up. Yep. Extra keys for your camper.
1: Why, why do we need that, Scott?
0: Well, I don't think I've ever locked
1: ourselves out. We've not locked ourselves out, but we have locked it. We When remember when we loaned our camper to a friend. Uh, I didn't
0: leave the keys. We didn't
1: leave keys.
0: Yeah. So I keep an extra set. Of, of the camper keys in my truck.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. this camper's not going anywhere without my truck.
1: <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I'm not pulling
0: it with our other car. So that way, if I accidentally lose them, mm-hmm. you know, while we're traveling and I get my truck key out of my pocket and the camper keys fall out in state X and we're 400 miles away, I still have, ex, you know, extra keys in my truck that yeah. I can get into my camper. Um, so that's, that's something that I think could be a good thing to have that's not gonna totally bum you out yeah. if you were to lose easy your easy to get. All right. Moving on to a little more safety things. This is more um whenever you're um traveling and and you know pulling into places or trying to get into camping spots. Always if if in doubt, have your co pilot, which is Brandy. She's she's my co pilot. Mm-hmm. Always have them jump out and spot you, especially at gas stations.
1: Oh yeah, that's super scary.
0: Gas stations can be very um, un- unnerving because mm-hmm. most of them um, are not very RV friendly, and because I don't have a diesel truck, I can't pull around back to where the semis right. are. So I have to go where all the normal cars are, and they do not care if you're in a trailer or have a big RV.
1: No, not at all. They'll, they'll sit in their camp. <laughs> they'll sit in their gas spot for um 20 minutes
0: or they'll just cut you off that's true or block you in and all those little all those little islands are definitely tighter than you think so if you're kind of pulling up and you think it's close have them jump out yep have them spot you take that extra 30 seconds rather than um Having two hours waiting on somebody <laughs> to get there to take pictures and file some kind of insurance claim. Yes. One other things about fuel stops, um, traveling with kids especially, and I would even say traveling with your spouse, but whenever you're with your family, know where your family is located. So whenever you're pulling a big mm-hmm. trailer or like an RV, you never know whenever one of your kids is gonna jump out because they're bored while you're pumping gas. Yeah. And you pull off and not know they're behind you. Yes, that's or very true. In front of you. So always kind of be be aware of where the people you're responsible for, where they you know, where they are. And this goes right into kind of the more safety side. Um, whenever you are traveling as a family, stay together. Whenever you go into fuel stations or restaurants, mm-hmm. stay together as, as a group or at least always have an adult go with one of the kids. And listen, this is not being overbearing walking a teenager into a rest stop or a gas station.
1: Not in today's day and age. No, I totally agree. I have no problems at all making sure that daddy goes with teenage boy to the potty
0: a hundred percent because you just never know. No. And I'm not looking for something bad to happen, you know, under every like rock. But if if there's an adult there, chances of of somebody honestly taking your kids yeah. drop dramatically. So travel in pairs or just travel in a big family group and sing your Christmas carols safety or whatever. Numbers, going on. safety in That's numbers. Right. Um moving on to campgrounds. Um I think Right off the top, the same rules apply. Um, try to travel in like groups. Whenever um, somebody's going to the bathhouse, go in pairs. Have your kids go as buddies if they're like older kids. Sure. And I, 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 you know, I just think that's a that's a smart plan. Whenever our kids were younger, we would let them ride bikes, but we kind of knew every three and a half or four minutes they're going to come circling around. Right. So if they were they just riding in the
1: loop. Yeah. We
0: know to go look for them just, you know, just to make sure Mm -hmm. nothing has happened. All right. We've made it very clear that Brandy and I feel strongly about traveling in a pack and staying with your group.
1: (laughs) We sound a little neurotic, but But, that's fine.
0: But hey, you you typically never hear of somebody disappearing Mm -hmm. out of a group.
1: Yeah. And unfortunately, in today's day and age, in our location, we have had several... Kids, young kids, teenage kids show up missing. There have been recent campers who have been missing, um, and it's scary. It can be scary.
0: Yeah, but don't don't let it freak you out. These no. are these are very very few instances where they something are. happens.
1: They totally are, but it's definitely things that you need to be aware of, and then just be mindful of when you're out traveling. Don't let your guard down because you're ready to have a good time.
0: That is that is very true. So we're gonna move on to things that I think you can do in your camper or whenever you're in your camper to make yourself safe. There you go. So, Brandy just mentioned there was actually a couple couple weeks ago. I don't remember which state. I don't even want to talk about the actual... I don't even want to talk about the actual particulars about it, but it but it was a couple traveling and they 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 both ended up missing and they ended up finding them dead. Um, So what are some things that you can do to distance yourself from those those, you know, those problems? So one of the things that I think you can do and I'm neurotic about this, lock your doors
1: uh yeah you're kind of a nerd about it
0: i'm almost frustrating about locking my doors but honestly having your doors locked and windows locked and locking your car doors even locking your house doors and your house windows i believe the best self-defense that you can ever have in anything that you're in is making it super noisy for people to have to get into it
1: (laughs) that's not a bad idea i mean it's very true yeah if
0: they make noise and you hear them you can know what's some you know something's up right if you leave the door open where you can crack it and get in that's that's not smart people lock your (laughs) door so you're so you're safe um one other thing that i typically do i keep my my orange little porch light on
1: yes we do we
0: have two of them we have the um, little porch light but we have the big full led strip under our awning don't leave that on all night if you're in a a, you know typical campground that's that can be considered fairly rude because they're because they're really bright they
1: are bright yeah
0: but that's some kind of light on that if at at night somebody came knocking on your door after y'all are in and your doors are locked, you could crack a blind and be able to see who is who yeah. is out there. So let's even move a step further. If somebody knocks on your door at night and you're in a campground <laughs> and you don't know them and they don't have a good reason to be there like, hey, man, your uh, your grill's blowing down here after this storm. And you're like, oh, yeah, it just stormed. Oh, my gosh. Don't open the door.
1: Yeah, and that you know that's where discernment comes in because campers can be friendly and we want to enjoy but we and we do look out for each other. So, he's right. So, if somebody's knocking on your door to let you know that you've got some gear blowing down the the, the street, sure. Of course, that's that's being a good neighbor. But somebody that's just kind of weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, you have to just kind of <laughs> check out all these don't situations. Don't answer the weird guys but, um, or girls. Yeah, definitely. But another good self-defense thing is is like, don't be looking to be a hero. Yeah, all that you're looking to do is to protect yourself and your and your family. So don't go looking for like trouble. If somebody's knocking on your door and is just asking some something strange, just just be like, sorry, man. Can't help you. Go away. Right. And use those words. Nope. Go away. And call the park rangers. Mm-hmm. That number is typically on your check-in if you're at any state park or yep. anything like that. it will be on now, all your documents. Yeah. Now, if you're at a private park or BLM land, that's definitely not the case. You're kind of your own self.
1: Right. You're on your own.
0: You honestly are on, you know, on your own. All right. Moving into this on your own thing. Um... Probably the biggest thing that people have strong feelings about, and I'm not going to weigh in left or right on it. I'm just going to give you some, like, warnings on it. Carrying firearms while you're traveling Be very, very, very careful. Um, State laws vary wildly. So your concealed carry license may not be honored by another state. And to be even more wild about it, there are very strict laws against having firearms on federal properties. Mm -hmm. But most state parks, especially in like my state, if you have a concealed carry license, you can carry a weapon on a state park,
1: Hmm.
0: but not on federal
1: so if there was a national park, then that's, that's right. not allowed.
0: So if if this is something that you feel very strongly that you want to do, um, Rita on the laws because you you can um, transport weapons, but mm-hmm. there's a very particular things, and I'm nothing I say here is what you need to like do. But I do know stuff has to be separated, like ammunitions yes. from the guns. They have to be separated. Um, do your homework do as your a homework. responsible gun owner. And honestly, if you're going to drive through several states and if you know, like I I kind of know around the like southeast, mm-hmm. which states honor things. So if if you know your like neighboring you know states, that's awesome. But if you're going to go across country and if you're not sure, I say call them. Yeah, call their state troopers or whatever it's 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 called, and then ask them. Say, "Hey, I'm from state X. I carry a firearm. I have a whatever your state calls it license. I'm going to be traveling through your state, but I will be stopping and staying at a campground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What can I do with this firearm?" And they they're gonna tell you.
1: Right, Yeah, that's great information.
0: Be upfront with them, ask the right questions. You don't want to be thrown no, in jail. Be a
1: response. Some silly
0: traffic stop owner right. Or some yeah. uh, park ranger comes to your camper and you're like, man, some weird dude knocked on the door and I had my pistol out and he said, you had your what out? Exactly. And you're in jail for mm-hmm. it. So um, definitely do your research on firearms. And let's just wrap this all up with use common sense. Sure. If it feels bad, leave it alone. Don't be a hero. Just get out of there. Observe your surroundings. Mm -hmm. If something looks out of place, leave. Yeah. And then let the authorities know.
1: If you book a campsite online and it looks amazing online, but when you drive up with your camper and your family and it looks sketch, don't stay there. Like, you just have to use that common sense. Like, if you going and leaving that campground and losing one night's worth of lot rent is not a big deal when it comes to your family's safety.
0: For sure. And one last little, little tip here. Um, Most all of us use some sort of social media. There are tons of Facebook groups, Camp Pendium, RV campground reviews. Mm -hmm. Um, Go and read those. Sure. People are very honest and they typically only leave a review if they're really, really negative. (laughs) Right. So you're going to know if they were at a campground and let's just say there were a lot of uh, things going on that they didn't feel comfortable with. Right.
1: Yeah, sure. That's definitely true. So
0: do your research up front Mm -hmm. and maybe that'll save you a little heartache. Thank you guys for listening to episode 23, safety and security.
1: I hope that you feel a little bit more safe and secure as you're getting ready for your next trip.
0: And again, this is not meant to try to freak anybody out or think camping is super dangerous. But these are all situations that are very easy to not get involved in if there's Mm -hmm. some kind of trouble. Sure. Or even, you know, or even traveling, just like we said, go to the restrooms in pairs or as a whole family. I just think that's the safest thing to do. For sure. For
1: sure. So check us out on Instagram and Facebook. Join our Facebook group. Like us on Instagram. Give us a follow. Give us a review on iTunes of this podcast. Tell us what you think. If you have any questions, if you have any ideas, feel free to to connect with us. We'd love to hear from you.
0: Yeah, and we are encouraging you to start cramming memories.
1: Into everyday life.